welcome to Teach Em Up, the podcast about teaching and learning. I am Nick Williams. Today, uh, we are kicking off 2020 by getting some student voice and talking about teen culture 2020. Um, so to start, we're just going to kind of run around the table and introduce ourselves and uh, like who you are, what grade level you're in, uh, what kind of student activities you're involved with, who are you as a person. Um, so I'm Nick Williams. I'm a teacher. Uh, I'm 36 years old. Uh, I am involved with teaching science and I don't know, a bunch of other stuff around campus. Played some Ultimate Frisbee. Uh, yeah. Um, hi, I'm Priscilla. I'm a senior currently, and I am editor-in-chief of the school paper. And also, I am an avid like community member. I like to help out at my elementary school and like TA for them. Oh, nice. Are you actually an avid student? Yeah, I am an you avid. Are, you are in avid. Yeah. And you are also a vigorous community member. <laughs> yeah. Avid as a ver or avid as a noun and avid as an adjective. Yeah. Awesome. All parts of life. Cool. And you mentioned you have a younger sister? Younger brother. Younger brother. Yeah. Okay. And you help out at his elementary school? Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. And you have some older siblings too? Yeah. I have two older brothers too. Rad. Okay. Hi. I'm Maizani. I am currently a STEM student. I'm a sophomore. Um, I do a lot of cheer, basketball, and football season and over summer. I also volunteer with the younger cheer team for youth um, football and cheer. And I play softball during the spring season. Nice. Um, I'm Bendy Dominic. I'm a freshman. Um, I'm part of this club here at school that changes people's minds about depression and like social anxieties and stuff like that. Um, I don't do any in-school sports, but I do competitive fishing tournaments at like Lake Shasta and stuff like that. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, and I intentionally brought all of us together because uh, we're of different grade levels, of different genders, of different backgrounds. Um, and we're going to be talking about teen culture today because I think it's really important to, as a teacher, somebody who works with teenagers, uh, to be at least like semi-relevant. And I fully recognize as a 36-year-old, I am not relevant. Um, like I am not cool in any way, shape, or form, but I do want to at least understand what's cool so I can make bad jokes about it. <laughs> um, so with that in mind, we're going to jump through a bunch of pieces of culture, um, specifically teenage culture in the Northern Bay Area, San Marin zone, because I think we probably can't represent all of culture of the United States. Um, and I also want to recognize, um, that we are going pretty surface level on culture. Mm -hmm. So when we're defining culture here, we're talking just about like the visible culture, like the visible outside part, not the deep culture, the like internal beliefs about who you are as a person. Um, so in deference to Zaretta Hammond's, uh, culturally responsive teaching and the brain work, we are staying very surface level. We're not going into super deep culture because that would be different for every single individual. Um, all right. So with that, um, let's start by talking a little bit about music. Um, what kind of music is relevant right now? Uh, who are you guys enjoying listening to? And what makes it relevant? Why do you like it? Well, I feel like a lot of kids now listen to like emo rap, which is like, I don't have a better word for it, but it's like <laughs> mm -hmm. Trippy Red, Lil Uzi, and Juice World, who just recently passed away. Yeah. And I feel like, I'm not really sure, like... A lot of people I've talked to about it, they said it's just relatable because they go from like fun music about just hanging out with your friends and doing stuff to dancing music that like hypes you up and gets you like in the mood to like party and also feelings music about like crying and heartbreak and stuff like that, that every teenager is really going through right now. Yeah. And these tend to be younger rappers, right? Yeah. Like t early 20s. Early 20s. Uh, and then I also noticed they seem to have a lot of uh, face tattoos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There seems to be like a, a high number of face tattoos per rapper. 
um, on the emo rap side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, is Post Malone qualify for that or no? I feel like he's more like pop kind of rap. Okay. He's poppier rap. He just has the face yeah. tattoos. <laughs> yeah. All right. I feel like indie pop is also really popular. Like Billie Eilish mm-hmm. and like Claro. Like they're really big artists. I know like on campus, like if you go up to someone, you're like, oh, do you know Billie Eilish? You're like, oh yeah, like I love her. Like mm-hmm. I think she's such like a pop icon, like especially for high schoolers because she's 17 and uh-huh. we're all like her age. And so like seeing someone like our age do something so crazy and big, we're like, wow, like we have that capability too. Nice. Yeah, I agree with both you guys, um, because like all these rappers and singers, like they relate, like a lot of these high school students and people like us can relate to a lot of these music that they're singing about, whether it be Juice World or Trippy Red or Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. All right. And all those people, um, I don't know if I have a better way of saying it, but they talk about real issues that are relevant for teens. Uh, they also seem kind of depressing, <laughs> like uh, Trippy Red stuff, uh, yeah. Billie Eilish's stuff. Like they're not about being super jazzed about life. Yeah. <laughs> um, there seem to be like strong depressive themes through all of those. Do you feel like is that because uh, that's relevant for a lot of teens' lives right now? Like, are we seeing uh, a high degree of mental anguish, depression, anxiety among our teenage population? I feel like it's just a lot of kids are more in touch with their feelings. Like, you know how, like, of course, like a stereotype that guys don't like to talk about their emotions. But, like, now I feel like a lot more guys, even in my grade, which is surprising, uh, they're more open to talking about how they feel. And, like, oh, this trippy red song really gets me in my feelings. Like, because it's so so much on, like, social media and stuff about, like, being in your feelings and being hurt, people feel like it's more acceptable for Mm. them themselves to feel like they can be hurt and listen to, like, trippy red and, like, be sad about it. Oh. Nice. So you see like that is more of a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that we're being more like honest and accepting of our feelings. Uh, like those feelings have always been there. And now we're just acknowledging them in a more healthy manner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. yeah. And I think that now that these singers are like singing about it, maybe helps people like boys, like Maizani said, come out, like talk about that stuff. Because let's say Juice World is talking about it. So maybe mm-hmm. they can do it. Huh. I also feel like our generation is very like it- accepting of like mental health and stuff like that and we like bring out like oh like it's okay to be sad like it's okay to not be okay Mm -hmm. and like even though like I know when I was growing up like there was a saying like boys don't cry like be a man like toughen up but like now as we grow up we like are learning to like it's okay to have those feelings so like when people like in our grade like listen to songs like that they're like oh like I can relate because I have those feelings too so it's not like I have to push them down or anything oh that's really good Um, Yeah, I would agree. Like, I obviously I'm just a few years older. um, And I definitely cried a lot growing up, but I felt bad about it all the time. Uh, And so I think having like a more healthy acceptance of those feelings is a great thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Playing devil's advocate, as I listened to some of this like emo rap. So first, full disclosure, I liked listening to a lot of like the emo um, alternative rock stuff. So like dashboard confessional Mm-hmm. Uh, and that type of music was big when I was like late high school, uh, early college. Um, and I found that really enjoyable. Now I listen to some of the like emo rap stuff and I find it like it brings up more depressing thoughts for me. Um, and I think what I've discovered about myself is like, I have enough stuff to think about without my media consumption also bumming me out. So I found that like I really need to and enjoy listening to kind of like poppier, upbeat stuff. Um, and I actually like the more I've thought about it, the more specific I think my music consumption is. Like I really like a strong beat, 
uh, with like some piano backbeat stuff. And then if you can throw some horns in there and then weird vocal intonations, um, like I love that. So that leaves me with like Chance the Rapper, uh, Lizzo. Um, I've enjoyed a lot. Uh, Childish Gambino. Um, like they all just kind of seem to like play with more instruments and then also are willing to play a lot with their voice and go like up and down a whole bunch. Um, but I think it's great if our student population is getting like healthy mental health stuff out of different types of music. Yeah, like bands in our school, like especially in my grade, like Rex Orange County is a really oh, big yeah, band too. Really and they great. sing more like of an upbeat, kind of like Chance the Rapper too. They don't really rap, but they have more of an upbeat tone. Rex Orange County? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Rex like King? R-E-X? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Nice. All right. Um, with that, let's shift slightly. Um, so where are you getting that music? What kind of music stream? Are you streaming? Are you mm-hmm. downloading and actually purchasing music? Or is it all stream at this point? Apple Music and Spotify. Yeah, yeah like Apple I music. feel like it's mm-hmm. all streaming. If you don't have Apple Music or Spotify Premium, it, you're basically like, yeah. you're just below everyone. <laughs> yeah. like, that's how it, like, if you don't have it, someone's going to make fun of you. Like, why don't you have Spotify Premium? Like, you should have that. Or why don't you have Apple Music? For real. I'm so serious. Like, those are big, legit social... It's yeah. a flex. Wow. Like, if you have an ad come on while you're playing a speaker, it's, <laughs> it's, it's over. over. It's oh, over. It's, it's game over. <laughs> All right. So you got to have the Spotify premium. you got to have the Apple Music. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And Apple Music allows you to stream ad-free anything. Yeah. All right. Um, cool. What about other uh, tech or social media pieces? It seems like I've noticed that TikTok seems to be yeah, coming yeah. up real big. Um like Facebook obviously is for old people. Yeah. Um, Instagram is shifting that way, or do people still have Instagram? People still use it. People yeah. still use Instagram. Yeah. I feel oh, like I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I feel like Instagram is going to turn into like Facebook for us once we're older. Like that's how we're going to keep in touch. We're like, going to be the old people. Yeah, we're going to be the old people on Instagram because like I feel like Snapchat is like coming to a rise and like TikTok also, but like TikTok is like like entertainment mm-hmm. more yeah. it's not really like here's a picture of me and my friends like it's like a smaller scale youtube kind of thing uh-huh. yeah like you just watch little videos to laugh and you send them to your friends they're like longer memes okay and it's addicting like the scrolling <laughs> you can be going for hours yeah. <laughs> okay so tiktok is not necessarily something that you do to uh elevate your social profile mm-hmm. like i would say like instagram snapchat you're crafting your narrative about who you are as a person, yeah. right? Through images, like whatever selfies you're taking or like, look, I made it to the beach and <laughs> yeah. like you're doing all the cool fun things. So TikTok is not really that. You're scrolling through other people who you might not even know is TikTok. Yeah. yeah. But also you could like, I think you, some people make TikTok. Like my friends, I know I have friends that make TikToks. There's uh-huh. a girl in Nevada, Ohio who's TikTok famous, oh. Aiden. She oh, yeah. has like 16,000 followers. Whoa. But you can, you can get like, popularity from it you just have to have a certain amount of popularity already mm-hmm. for it yeah. to be cool because like certain some people doing it people will be like oh that's kind of weird like she hasn't talked to anyone she does tiktoks but if like someone like toby were to do it who already has like a lot of friends is really popular like oh my god she's so cool and quirky like look at her go okay yeah nina damari in our grade she got like a million views on tiktok i'm pretty sure oh so yeah yeah and that and that holds big social capital yeah yeah getting a ton of views on a tiktok yeah yeah that's good it's kind of funny because TikTok used to be like musically and that everyone just mutually hated musically. And now we're like on TikTok, like I'm going to try to get TikTok famous. Like it's just kind of funny on how circled back around. Same app, just yeah. changed names. Yeah. Okay. It's more of a joke. Like no one goes on TikTok to really 
be like you don't take it seriously to be famous you just mm-hmm. end up doing something really stupid that you don't think is that funny but then everyone ends up seeing it and it blows up yeah because huh. it's not like instagram or like it's you you don't expect on instagram for your post to go viral but like on tiktok it could happen to anyone mm-hmm. because like their their algorithm algorithm is very weird i think okay cool um so snapchat people are still on snapchat yeah. yeah. Okay. And you guys actually use that as a communication yeah. form? Yeah. If you don't want to give someone your number because you're not close enough, you're like, just take my Snapchat. Yeah. yeah. You can still talk, but it's not like personal enough for your number. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Snapchat is less personal than like texting? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And Snapchat has this thing called like SnapScore, which I think has mm-hmm. kind of taken a rise over the past couple of months. Okay. What's yeah. a SnapScore? It's like a follower count, but it's like, it's like the secret algorithm where like, it's like your snaps. It's weird, but it's like, a score based on like how much, how many people you snap, how many times a day you snap, and it's like oh, it's a really high score. Yeah. Oh, that sounds awful. And like people take <laughs> and people take pride in how big it is and stuff like that. Okay, so it's basically like how hooked on Snapchat are you? Pretty much. Yeah. There's also memes about it though. Like after like if a girl has like a certain snap score, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> it means they're kind of like promiscuous. That's yeah. not a good thing. No. You don't. You don't. So you want your snap score to be high, but you don't want it to be that high. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you want a lot of social connections, but not too many. Exactly. And it's like, hmm, why do you have so many? Like, why are you talking uh, to so many yeah, people? Yeah. <laughs> why is your snap score so high? <laughs> guys will, like, actually be worried. Like, I don't know. Her snap score is kind of high. Like, yeah. I don't know. Can you see other people's snap scores? Yeah. yeah. And you can, like, see oh. people's go up by one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't like that at all. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, I have my location ghosted. So okay. I can see where people are. Mm-hmm. But they, they can't, can't see me. They can't see you. <laughs> they can't see you. <laughs> so where you are. In my- yeah. yeah. It's like, pretty you- creepy. And it tells you when you're in a car, when you're on a plane, yeah. and stuff like that. When you're on a boat. It's weird. Okay, so everybody acknowledges that this is kind of creepy <laughs> it's and bad. Pretty, yeah, right? yeah, it's pretty creepy. Okay, so we all acknowledge that it's creepy and bad, yeah. but we're also still all using it, using it and fine. hooked in. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I think it's because there's like this level of trust because the only people that can see you on the map are people you've added mm-hmm. and that they've added you back. So I would assume that everyone that adds each other like our friends so like okay. if you see each other like oh they're there it wouldn't be that much of a big deal so i think there's like that level of trust that's keeping us in okay but like how many people do you have added oh you don't know because yeah, you have it for so many years yeah. Yeah. okay so like it just accumulates over time so we're talking like hundreds yeah. probably yeah. thousands i mm. i know no. i get 500 views on my snapchat story so that's oh 500 yeah views people. 500 different people yeah i get like yeah. Yeah. yeah that's 500 500 300 people that you at least have added and then there's people that don't watch your story that you still have added. Right. Yeah. And going Ooh. and going back to like the snap map, uh-huh. snap map. I've been like with friends and like let's say we don't want to know like this certain person we're hanging out. Like we've mm-hmm. ghosted our location <laughs> and been like, oh, so they can't see where we are. Like because when you're with a group, it like groups you all together. Mm-hmm. You oh. can like see who's together. And so then like I mean it seems like that's going to be a social issue, right? Yes, yeah, it's, then it's all pretty of a big. You're leaving somebody out. Yeah. And you're not intending to leave somebody out, but you're yeah. going to feel or left surprise out. parties when oh. you're at someone's house and there's snap maps on. Yeah. Really? It was Bridget's birthday and we went to her house this morning to surprise her. And she noticed that Peyton snap map she was in a car driving to her house and I was like, <laughs> oh. That is bad. Yeah. From tech and social media, uh Maizani, you mentioned a couple times like different memes. Yeah. Uh, all right, so what memes are relevant right now? I feel like right now there's not a lot of specific memes, but like I saw one recently. It was this little boy, and his someone in his family stole his pizza. Okay. And the boy was like about to literally stab oh, I've him. Seen that. It's yeah. So funny. Yeah. It's so good. But memes are kind of just like so random and sporadic. It could be literally anything. Like a lot of like rappers become memes. Like Cardi B, she uh-huh. has a lot of memes. Nicki Minaj has a couple memes. Yeah. Okay. Like a really quick turnover. <laughs> 
right? Yeah, yeah they change like, daily. A meme will be relevant for yeah. 24 hours yeah. or yeah. less, but like, and they're done. Yeah, yeah. there's this meme, okay. Baby Yoda. Right yeah. Now. Oh, it's yeah. pretty big. That's a pretty yeah. big one. Okay. I actually know Baby Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm up on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Okay, you gotta let it go natural. Yeah, when yeah. it goes too okay. far, that's when the meme dies out. Yeah. Okay. So we had a meme dress-up day mm-hmm. uh, for Spirit Week at our school, and a bunch of people came as Visco girls. Oh yeah. Okay, what's a Visco girl? Visco is like a platform. It's meant to be like just like a photo editing app with like filters and stuff, but okay. like people around California, like I know that it's only a California thing and no one else in the country because I've seen other memes about how only we do it, but they choose to post like pictures of themselves and their boyfriends or like their scrunchies or their hydro flask and all these things that make them seem like the perfect ideal girl, which makes them a visco girl. Like there's these certain things you're supposed to do that make you seem so like cute and adorable and just the ideal visco. Okay. So it's like too many selfies. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And is it specifically Californian? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So this is like the new Valley girl. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because, like, the Valley Girl, I think, was from, like, the San Fernando Valley, L.A. type thing, but had certain, like, voice cadence and dressing a certain way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And my understanding of the Visco Girl is that there are certain, like, characteristics. Yes. Okay. You, you mentioned scrunchies. Mm-hmm. You have to be quirky. Yeah. Okay. What does quirky mean? Literally nothing. It means <laughs> okay. nothing. You have to call yourself quirky. Yeah. Got it. You have to think you're really, really weird and just so different and yeah. fun. Got it. So it's like describing you really yourself like as everyone else. Describing yeah. yourself as unique yeah. is the best way of indicating that you're not a very unique person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they say this thing like, "I'm such a crackhead." Oh my yeah. god, yeah. I went to bed at twelve. I'm such a crackhead. Like, they just use that term so loosely for literally anything. Okay. And they just um, it's more of like, I've never met someone who's actually a visco girl. Okay. It's more of like a fake meme kind of thing. But I've never actually met anyone like that. Got it. So it's like a stereotype of a theoretical type of person <laughs> yeah. that most people don't actually fall into. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Would people self-identify as a Visco girl or this is not a positive thing? It's frowned upon. Yeah. yeah. Frowned upon. <laughs> 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 okay. So not a positive thing. Uh, scrunchies, uh, hydro, hydro flasks, mm-hmm. uh, this, the Birkenstocks with the fuzzy yeah, socks. Birkenstocks and Crocs are like iconic Visco girl, like. Mm-hmm. Like essential, like white socks over leggings. I yeah, big t-shirt. Big yeah. t-shirt. Messy bun. A messy bun. A messy like bun. with a puka shell necklaces. Is the messy bun like I'm trying hard by not trying hard? It's like I'm so cool and like lazy. Like I don't care yeah. about anything. He he he. I can look good without doing my hair or something. Like yeah. Okay. And then they also have the like. The thing is the. That came from Twitter, like okay. that was like a joke on Twitter, and then it became a Visco Girl thing, and then everyone was like, "Well, the joke is ruined because mm-hmm. now we can't use it without being labeled as a Visco Girl." Because that's from a meme, like it's a meme of this gay male, and he um. <laughs> I looked. I looked this up. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah, so like funny. a drag queen, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just happened to like stop, and he's like, and I, ooh, and then this, uh-huh. that's from. I don't even know what that's from. I don't know. It's okay. like a way of laughing on the internet. Instead of saying ha ha ha, you would say or like S K S K S K random letters. <laughs> yeah. And then there was another one that was like a kiki kiki like A K E K E K E over and over. And it was just okay. like another way of laughing. Oh. Cool. And so now people are like trying to say the internet yes. code out loud. It's like saying L O L. Pretending like, yeah. to laugh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. How unnatural. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Um 
Okay, any other like meme-based things that seem to have some lasting power? Like Visco Girl seems like it's been a thing for a while mm-hmm. and continues to be a thing. It's because of TikTok. Because yeah. of TikTok? Yeah. Okay. TikTok carries it. Same with e-boys. Yeah. What are e-boys? It's, um, it's like they do specific TikTok sounds. Basically, it's yeah. like teenage boys trying to look very, very attractive yeah. okay. while making themselves just look very stupid. Yeah. They wear a lot of dark colors mm-hmm. and chains and... All black. Yep. Yeah. Okay. It, the E is for emo. Oh. Yeah, but they're not like emo boys. Got it. Like emo rapper yeah. boys. Like, I Got don't it. Like okay. It. We're not like putting... Like a one-earring thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're not putting on the uh, eyeshadow or like the eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. Or, no. Okay. It's like, it's like a modern day. Chains, a turtleneck long sleeve with a band t-shirt on top yeah. okay um, it's like drake oh god no not like drake, <laughs> I love drake. Oh, okay. not like drake all right not not drake not drake somebody else <laughs> and like, yeah. okay and they growl why they do they growl grapes. um it's supposed to be like a sexual kind of thing like they growl like oh. on, on tiktoks they growl like a dog got it not like dmx no like a growl like a dog okay like, they bark like they're like dmx <laughs> Just like DMX. Dog noise. I did not know that. Oh, DMX was ahead of his time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, are there any others? Like you have Visco Girls. So the E-Boy is the, mm-hmm. the male version of the Visco Girl. Yeah. It sounds like. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Like different, different brand, but yeah. same idea. trying too hard kind of thing Literally. online. You mentioned like it started up through Twitter. Mm-hmm. Is Twitter still a relevant thing? Are people active on Twitter? No. Um, I'm not. I feel like people at our school aren't. But if you go on Instagram, a lot of the memes that are on there are, like, screenshotted mm-hmm. from Twitter. Mm. And so there's a lot of memes that's basically, like, Instagram is a collection of all the funny Twitter memes. Because, okay. like, that's where they all come from. Got it. So they're stealing stuff off Twitter. Yeah. And then just taking a screenshot and posting it to Instagram. Yeah. And then high schoolers are getting it through Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like Snapchat is for, like, our generation, Gen Z. And then Twitter's for, like, more millennials. And then Facebook is just for, like, boomers. (laughs) (laughs) Facebook is dead. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, Okay. How about uh, language or slang? Um, I heard you use in my feelings. Uh, There's, like, in my feelings is just, like, you don't have to be upset. But usually it's, like, you're upset, you're sad, like, you're in your feelings. Like, if you're listening to, like, a sad love song, like, why are you in your feelings? What's wrong? It just means, like hurt most likely okay and then another thing i say a lot is i'm dead which means like or i'm weak it just means like something's really funny like oh my god i'm dead ah that's so funny lol like it's just something you say but it used to be a texting but now i say it all the time like anything (laughs) could happen like bro i'm dead what is that so i'm dead is positive yes (laughs) in my feelings not so positive Mm -mm. okay everyone says bruh 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 it's just bruh. Anyone's bruh. Okay. Teachers, moms, dads. Yeah. Anyone is bruh. I've, I've had a few <laughs> female teaching colleagues who have been called bruh and were not receptive to it. They they weren't down. It's not even like on purpose. It's just you say it so often to everyone. Like uh-huh. like even you call your girlfriend bruh. Like it, mm-hmm. yeah. it just means anyone. Okay. Is that girls and boys using bruh? Yeah. Everybody uses bruh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gender non-specific. Yeah. Not at all. Okay. Um, it's just kind of like a way to address someone at all yeah and same with like um because i think being a bro used to be a bad thing (laughs) um but now bra is just an everybody thing yeah okay and then lit i don't know i don't even know people still even say that i feel like like the thing about slang is that it changes it changes quick but it also recycles itself yes because i feel like i'm dead i feel like that was an old thing and then it came back okay but 
Um, like so lit is uh, is positive. Yes, it yeah. means like it's just fun, exciting. Yeah, like you can say a song is lit. Yeah, you can say a party's lit. Same with fire. Like uh-huh. it's it just means it's good. Yeah, like the fire emoji. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Throw the fire emoji on anything. That's a positive thing. The fire. Oh my god, another joke. Oh, this is back to the memes. I'm so sorry. Okay. But like, no, this is good. The fire emoji and like the purple devil emoji. Okay. And, uh, those are just like big memes because like student athletes are memes. Oh yeah. Like because student athletes are yeah. memes. <laughs> because a lot of student athletes will be like, um, "Ball is life." Um, <laughs> Corinthians one two like. Lots Rest of peace, grandma. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So these would be like things that you have on your Instagram profile? Yeah. Or they say like a college they're committed to, but they're really not committed to. Like student athletes, it's a joke about how they just, they're always talking about how like they're so in love with the game and how like school comes first and all about the Bible. And like, mind you, they probably never even go to church, but yeah. And then they like to comment on each other's Instagrams. Like they're sleeping on us. They're not ready. The grind never stops and stuff like that. (laughs) Okay. And when their highlight reel comes out, like they can't <laughs> stop promoting it. Like you'll see all over, like it's Huddle. It's called Huddle. It's yeah, this yeah. website where all these high schoolers post their highlights. Okay. And like, like you'll be like the next after the season ends, like you can't like every Instagram feed is just <laughs> Huddle, 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 Huddle. Everybody Huddle. posting yeah. their Huddle over yeah. and over and over. They could be like thirty second highlights of just like five five yard catch. Okay. Just... <laughs> um, so speaking of things recycling, uh, fashion, clothes, and yeah. fashion. Uh, it definitely feels like at least some fashion is recycling back from like the early nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, like mom jeans are back. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. What else is like interesting and relevant on a fashion side? There's this phase that I think is still happening with really chunky shoes and like yeah. statement shoes is what they're called. And they okay. either be like really big and chunky with like really thick soles. Like Vans would have like one or two inch soles instead of the regular like half mm, inch, uh-huh. or they'd be neon green or like neon orange, or they yeah. have like some type of like stripe on them that was like super bright. And it's just like you don't even have to match them with anything; you just wear them any day you want with any clothes. It's just a statement shoe. Okay. Yeah, and Champion, really big brand. brand. Champion. Yeah, it's it's like the most. It's like it's a really comfortable clothing. Like right. Middle school maybe in Nike, but now it's Champion. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Champion is like big five sporting goods. Yeah. Like that's like get it anywhere. It. He was like, if I was in high school wearing champion, like I would get made fun of. But like now people are wearing it and like that's considered like clout. Like that's cool yeah. to wear now. You could get it at Walmart like a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's like sixty dollars yeah. for a Seriously? Yeah. yeah it's like insane. they've jacked up their prices oh, yeah. because it's now cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's wild. Okay, so champion is now a big big brand. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but like in freshman dad hats. Uh, I love dad hats. They're okay. like the most comfortable thing ever. And I've seen some other people wearing them too. Okay. Dad hats are the baseball hat without the structure? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. they usually have like a little graphic on them. Like okay. This one. I've seen a lot in your grade actually. Like, um, but um, another big thing with clothes, like Lululemon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Always huge. That's another Visco girl kind of thing. Just uh-huh. leggings, but... So it's like everybody wearing leggings all the time. Yeah. Like even my mom was like, I want some Lulus. I'm like, why? <laughs> like you don't even wear leggings, but it's just like living here, I guess, in Marin County maybe. But everyone wants Lulu's, and if you're not wearing leggings that are Lulu's, someone's gonna ask you about it. And like, are those not Lulu's? Seriously? Yes, yeah. that's the question you're gonna get. Wow, like openly getting brand questions. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow, that's harsh. <laughs> Man, being in high school is awful. <laughs> um, okay, so Lululemon, real big mm-hmm. for the girls. Yeah. Okay, and that's like leggings. And then what do you like pair with leggings? Like anything? anything? Just right any shirt? Now? Oh yeah. 
Yeah. Like for shoes, I was gonna say like Air Force Ones are really mm. popular, mm-hmm. especially with leggings. Like, white bands. Yeah. Yeah, the bands seem really popular. Yeah. White bands, Air Forces, or UGG slippers. It's like all you can wear here. Okay. Yeah. People are always like, I can't crease my Air Force Ones. Like, <laughs> like they'll be walking all weird. <laughs> so that you don't get the toe crease on them? Yeah. yeah. Okay. The all white Air Force Ones or yeah. just any color? Oh, but the black. The black. Yeah, the black are me. Those are me. Yeah. Okay. What what makes the black Air Force He will rob you and yeah. kill you and steal from your mom. Just like, it's something like, if you wear black Air Force, you are the thuggest of everyone. You are so yeah. like gangster. You'll kill anyone. You don't care about anything. Um, I'm getting Black Air Forces for Christmas because I just think it's funny. But <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna try to play into the stereotype, yes, I think it's like intentionally, because you know that it's badass. Yeah. Okay. Like, like people getting Black Air Forces is like the worst thing ever. It's so bad. Like I know a kid who's like more country. He goes fishing and like drives trucks, and he has Black Air Forces, oh. and I find it hilarious. I think it's the funniest thing in the world because it doesn't fit him at all whatsoever. Okay. Does he intentionally have Black Air Forces, or it's no, just by it. chance? I all asked right. him if he liked it. She's like, "Oh, why'd you get those?" He's like, "I don't know. I wanted them." I was like, "Okay, <laughs> cool." Uh, man, I had no idea that like the color of your Air Force Ones <laughs> yeah. sent such a message. Like white Air Force Ones are like neutral cool yeah. yeah black air force ones you're sending a message yeah. yeah there's also another meme about how white girls trash their air force ones completely yeah. ruin them like mm. crease them run them through the mud so they can look older so they can be like oh i've had these for a while like i didn't just jump on the train. oh like intentionally trash yeah. them like, like, throw them in the mud yeah like, huh. literally demolish them okay. and they're like yeah I've, I've had these all days like what do you mean i didn't just get on the train i know everything like those kind of girls huh a lot to keep up with <laughs> okay um, anything else relevant around clothing or fashion? I noticed um, that a couple of years ago, it seemed like for guys, there was a thing with like white vans and then Nike socks pulled up mm-hmm. mid-calf. Yeah, um, so high. Is, yeah like the like regular white Nike socks. So like the brands don't match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is that still a thing? Yeah, but it's, I didn't even notice this. I just thought that was like a people thing. I didn't even yeah, it's just kind of normal now. Yeah, like, everyone okay. just does Like that. if you're wearing shorts, you might as well just get white, white bands and really white socks. It's really weird to see okay. like a guy's cast without wearing white socks. It's really uncomfortable, <laughs> yeah. actually, because we're huh. so used to it. It's weird to see a guy wearing bands and not high socks. Okay, so like mid-calf high mm-hmm. socks is just like standard. <laughs> yeah. Okay, white socks? Or can you mix up the color? If you want, it'll just be a little weird. But like some people wear like weird socks, so that's their thing. But yeah. usually, I always see white socks. Mm-hmm. Okay, white socks, white bands. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. All right, that's got to get tough though. Like if it's muddy out, they don't care. I've seen people wear brand new white bands, and they're yeah. like, "Why would you do that?" Oh, okay. So you just like let them get dirty. Yeah. Some people okay. are like, "I don't like how white they are. Like I want them to be yeah. dirty." Okay. They're like blinding though. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, because when I grew up, that was a big thing. Um, I grew up in Oakland, mm-hmm. and it was like a big deal to have like nice shoes and then to keep them scuff free. Mm-hmm. So like in middle school, I was very cautious about <laughs> where I was walking because I didn't want to accidentally step on anybody's foot and scuff mm-hmm. up their new Jordans. Mm-hmm. That would have been like rough. <laughs> um, yeah. So, okay, so now that's not a thing. Mm-mm. You want them to look kind of used because yeah. yeah. that means you had them for a while yeah. and you're legit. The one other thing that's like not deep deep would be uh vaping is vaping still a thing yeah oh yeah it's definitely still a thing yeah, yeah. okay because i definitely have seen or heard less about it in the last year mm-hmm. uh felt like we were on like a big vaping kick for two or three years and then it has felt from my perspective like it's dying down but not dying down 
I feel like people have just gotten more sneaky with it and mm-hmm. people have made more like there's disposable vaping things now. Like uh-huh. there's a specific bathroom in the math bathroom. Okay. And the bigger stall. It's um called the Goom Room. And every day you go in there, there's some new drawing on the wall. Yeah. Okay. Or some new writing that says like like today I went in and it said, Don't take a shit in the Goom Room and I was like, Okay. And there's like disposable um vape pens. Yeah, all in the trash can. Like there's over like ten maybe. Yikes. Yeah, like when you walk to lunch, you may like they're called puff bars. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um when you walk to lunch Puff you Bars can... is the brand. Yeah. Okay. Um so Jewel, I think, is still pretty popular, I think. But yeah. puff bars are like the new thing because they're yeah. just so dis- disposable and stuff. Uh-huh. Um so when you're walking to lunch, like I go usually by my friend's house, which is like you know those condos. Yeah, yeah. Before harvest. There's this called spot called the Goom Route. Okay. Which is like a walkway in between the houses. And if you walk that way, there's you can find at least five puff bars every day. Huh. And there's at least forty people that just go that way. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they're so popular too because there's so many different flavors and mm-hmm. options and they're so colorful. Uh-huh. And um I know they're really easy to get because yeah. I know you can just order a ton online. Easy to get them online. Yeah, and yeah. then just sell them to people. I've seen like tons of people's stories where they're like, Puff bars thirteen dollars, puff bars twelve bucks, like <laughs> anyone can get one. Okay. And publicizing it on social media. Yeah. Wise. Yeah. They're Wise. like, I'm mobile right now. <laughs> <laughs> High level of trust on Snapchat. Yeah. Okay. High level. All right. And TikTok also plays. I think like I think the new thing is like there's like this sound bite where it's like nicotine addiction. Oh, and they just like yeah. push all their like they they have like stacks of just like Dual puff bars dogs. that go from like here to here and they just push them all in the trash. It's like a good fifty puff bars that you're just pushing away. Okay. And this is like showing how rich they are, showing. Yeah, it's like a cloud thing, and it's just. Yeah. Really oh, okay, not... it's not like an anti-nicotine thing. No, no. it's trying to be. Cool. I'm giving up the habit. Yeah, it's <laughs> look at me that. throwing away all these. <laughs> yeah. puff... No, okay. And they just post it, and it gets like a ton of views and a ton of likes. It's like, oh my god, it's so funny. I'm like, they're gonna die. <laughs> yeah. Vaping, nicotine use, still a big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. THC use within the vaping. Not or... in school anymore. No, just all. Because it's it's way easier to get caught with it because there's not that many disposable like. THC pieces. Yeah. So okay. you have to have it with you, and everyone knows what that is. Like, Got it. Common sense what that is. So let's shift into a couple that are, like, I guess, less, slightly less surface, but like, what kind of uh, issues matter right now among our teen population? Like, we had the issue last year. I still feel like this is like always going to be a problem, especially here, but like, white people saying the N word, it's just like that, that just really just gets under my skin. Yeah. It's so bothersome. Yes. But it's like, I, like, not a lot of, there's not a lot of, um, colored people at the school in general mm-hmm. and there's not enough representation either for us to really enforce any type of like even morality that you shouldn't be saying that it's like either they it slips up in class and like they'll be like oh my bad or they'll be singing a song and just scream it out loud and they'll be like oh my god my bad that's some people that's the nicer people but like other kids will like blatantly say it to my face like make eye contact with me and make sure i'm listening and just start laughing i'm like okay and just to clarify, you're African American. Yes, I'm. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, this is an audio format, so people would not be able to identify. Okay, so you feel like the use of the N word among our student population is higher. Yeah. Do you boys. think boys, boys, specifically boys? Yeah. yeah, girls. They're so much more polite about it. At least in my year, they're like, "Oh my god, I hate when they do that. Like, I don't know what to tell them. They don't listen." I'm like, "No, it's completely fine. Cause it's not your fault." Right. They realize that it's like immoral and why it's wrong. But I've had multiple boys ask me like. Like, as a, I don't know if they're joking, but I, like, assume they're just trying to be funny. Like, I made up the word. Like, why can I say it? Trying to be, like, 
funny, like, ha, ha, ha. I'm like, dude, that's the worst possible thing to say in this situation. Right. And it feels like for something like using use of the N-word, I can't imagine there's that much lack of clarity yeah. about uh, appropriateness or inappropriate of yeah. certain terms. There's no appropriate way to say it. Right. There's yeah. no, like, I've heard people say it, and I've been, like, I've honestly done this a couple times, like, throughout the year, like, someone said it, and I'm just like, you're white, why are you saying that? Like, don't do that. Yeah, for me, there are, like, two that I just do not touch no matter what, and it's the N-word uh, and the term faggot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because both of those, for me, are, like, hate terms with violent pasts um, yes. and presence. Yeah. But the fact that that's, like, hate and an indication of I am going to do you harm uh, yeah. just make them completely untouchable mm-hmm. uh, from my perspective. Do you feel like that is a specifically local issue, or is that something that Unfortunately, that does seem to be a national trend where we're seeing a rising rate of hate speech, specifically related to ethnic and racial components. And obviously, it's super frustrating to see our local community following that national trend where we would really love to see that not happen. Is that prevalent on social media as well? I feel like on social media, it's like you don't know who's behind the screen. And even there, you know, it's like, oh, if it's in a meme, it's like, ha ha ha, they're meant to be funny. And you're, you're going to just like assume like, okay, a black person made this most likely. But like at school, when someone's saying it, you know, they're trying to be personally funny to you directly to you. Mm. And also, I like a five two black girl can't really do much when there's like a six foot white guy yelling the N word in my face. I kind of just have to like, walk away from it. Yeah, so that feels like a significant thing that we need to address and modify. Yeah. I think it also stems from, like, the music all the way back to the music in the beginning. Uh-huh. Because, like, a lot of these rappers, they are African-American, are, and they are saying the N-word in their music. But I think a lot of these white kids are listening to that, and they, they, they sing it like that, like you said, shouting the mm-hmm. N-word. And I think they think it's cool because they're listening to that music and it's saying the N-word, but it's really not. Other issues that matter among our student population. It feels to me that there's been, like, a big push towards, like, gay rights in a positive way. Like, that seems to be an issue that really resonates with a lot of students. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed people talking a lot more about mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that seems to be an issue that is really being promoted. Does that feel accurate? Yeah, I also want to add, like, global warming. I feel mm. like our generation is very, like, we're advocates for it. And we're like, people need to realize that we might not grow up to be as old as some people because our planet is literally going to die. So I feel like we've taken that into our hands and been like, please listen, like, please do something about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like when more people say like, oh, global warming isn't a thing, our generation is quick to be like, that's false. Like, here are all the reasons why. So I feel like that's a big issue now. Like, that's a current issue. And also Greta Thunberg. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how old she is, but she's like traveling the whole world on like a biofuel ship or something like that. And like, like advocating for climate change. And I think that's really helped our generation like be more ad like be better advocates for that cool other pieces it seems like immigration is a big national discussion is that an issue that is relevant in our teen population or not as much i feel like not as much but another thing is like um that's another thing like people make memes about where like either they're really like strongly like immigration is like something that needs to be like improved and like people need to relax with like all their immigration laws and there's also other means where it's like making fun of people for being like quote-unquote border hoppers and like things Mm -hmm. like that and like I feel like even at the school like people like openly call like Hispanic people like immigrants and like border hoppers like I've heard it before like 
like my Hispanic friends have said it to each other, which is like I feel like more okay because mm-hmm. they know they're joking. But I've heard like white people say like, "Oh my God, look at this border jumper!" I'm like, "Oh, you cannot say that." You yeah, can't say not that. okay. Yeah, I feel like we have a growing Latino community uh-huh. at Samarin. And definitely when I started my freshman year, like the Latino community, like because I'm in it, I'm Latina, uh-huh. it was very small. And so now I feel like the freshman class this year has a bigger population of Latino kids. And so I'm hoping that like we're able to have some more tolerance because I know right now our school is like heavy Republican. <laughs> and like with that comes some like stereotypes of being like, oh, I like the Republicans being like, oh, I hate immigrants and stuff like that. So I don't know. I hope I can come back in like 10 years and that just not be a thing. Is our school heavy Republican? I feel like our school is. Well, yeah. If not Republican, just a lot of white people. And I feel like. There are definitely a lot of white people. <laughs> I will definitely agree with that part. They just feel like they don't take into consideration what their words really mean. Because, uh-huh. like, I have, like, really close friends that I really, like, love and stuff. But they have said, like, lots of things. Where I'm like, dude, you have, you can't say that. That's just too much. Like, I know you don't mean it like that. But either way, like, other people can hear you. And it just doesn't sound the way you want it to sound right now. Yeah. And they just kind of feel like, oh, well, no one's going to care because everyone around them is white, too. So why would they care? Yeah, I just – I question that Republican piece just because I know the um, student newspaper, the Pony Express, mm-hmm. um, which you're the editor of, uh, puts out a like student poll every time there's a national election. Mm-hmm. And I want to say the last one was like 80-20 or 90-10 leaning Democratic among our student body. Um, so I think like politically, most of our students probably lean Democratic. There are certainly some very vocal Republican supporters, mm-hmm. yeah. but then it sounds like a lot of our students, regardless of party affiliation, uh, probably also use some hate speech mm-hmm. and inappropriate terms on a racial and ethnic basis. Yeah. Um, and that seems like one that we've definitely got to do some work with, Yeah. <clears throat> make some progress there. Let's end with talking a little bit about like values. Like, What do you value? What do you feel like are the values right now of our teen population? Like, is making a ton of money still an important thing? Is it more like a greater social good, making a positive impact for other people? Um, like, where where are our values? And then along with that, like, who do you find admirable? And what makes them an admirable person? I feel like a lot of people, like, regardless of gender or age, like, really, it's all about appearance to other people. Like, whether it be, like, physical appearance or, like, how you come off as a person, mm-hmm. people are constantly talking about, like, oh my god, I wonder how I look in this, or oh my god, I wonder how I sounded here. Like, a lot of issues that I have with my friends is I'm a really assertive, direct person, and, like, I'll say what's wrong, Mm -hmm. but my friends are more worried about, like, oh, if I say this, she's going to tell everyone else that this happened. Mm -hmm. So they won't be assertive about what they want. They'll just apologize before even saying anything, just be like, it's okay, do whatever you want. And just it causes more problems and more confusion, where I feel like if our generation was a lot less not sensitive, but less afraid of what other people people thought of them, it would solve a lot more issues because while trying to be indirect and not hurt anyone's feelings, it just doesn't help anything. Right. And without minimizing that experience, that feels like the classic teenage experience, Mm -hmm. caring about what other people think is huge in your teenage years. 
and hopefully, well, not hopefully, it gets better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as you age a little bit, you start caring much less about what other people think. And that's much more positive from my experience. What else? Like, what else do you value? I feel like now people value happiness more. I know in my AP Lang class last year, we were talking about money and happiness. And a lot of people were like, oh, I'd rather be happy than have a bunch of money. And so I think now people are like, oh, like do things for the experience rather than like have like a billion dollars or something like that. So I think people now are focusing more on their own individual life Mm -hmm. and like the quality of life they're living rather than like social capital, I guess. That sounds positive. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Oh, no. I agree 100% with like the experience part because I know a lot of my friends are like, oh, I want to go here. I want to go to this concert. I want to do this. I want to be this. Like no one has like in my age anyway, as like a 15 year old, no one's really talking about how much money they want to make and where they want to live. They're talking about like, I want to visit Peru. Like I want to do Amigos. I want to meet this person. I want to go to this concert. Mm -hmm. Everyone seems really like occupied with thinking about how to live their best life now Mm -hmm. rather than the future, which like may not be the best, but also like, I feel like it's better for their mental like happiness to be focused on just living in the now and having a good time while they can and they're still young instead of just always being stressed about college and work and this this, and that yeah i think a lot of people are doing like what you said like going for happiness because like they hear about all these people like saying how hard the job job market is and stuff like that so they're scared and maybe they don't know what to do or they maybe don't know about college so they're scared about their future so they like don't want to bring it up Mm-hmm. So maybe they're more focused on in the moment, which is good, rather than looking ahead and being like college planning and stuff like that, or career planning. Well, the good news is the job market is actually super strong right now. Very low unemployment. Yeah. So that may be a difference in messaging versus yeah. reality. Okay. So the flip side to that question, um, who do you find admirable and what makes them admirable? That's kind of rough because I feel like I've never heard anyone in my like grade say, I admire this person. Like I've just yeah. never heard that. No one talks about, like, who they admire unless they're, like, really young. They're like, I admire my mom, I admire my dad. Like, no one's really thinking, like, I want to be just like this person unless it's, like, the way they dress or the way they wear. Because we're not, like, super into, like, people doing, like, insanely good deeds. Like, we're just more for, like, I feel like we're more independent and more for ourselves and more want to be our own person. Because I can't, like, obviously, we can't think of anyone off the top of our head that we admire and want to be like. Because I feel like, as myself, I do a good job (laughs) (laughs) just trying to be the best me (laughs) i do great i also think we as like a generation admire more characteristics like people okay like we couldn't think of anyone because maybe we admire more like creativity characteristics or innovative 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 rather than um like uh specific people nice i feel like also we admire some people for the wrong reasons like we're like oh we admire the kardashians but like (laughs) For what? Like, we're like, oh, they have so much money. Like, they're living such luxurious lives. But, like, we admire them because of what they present themselves to the public, not because of, like, their own, like, personal characteristics. Nice. Are, the, are the Kardashians still a thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're really yeah. popular, I would say. They, like, make makeup. Or Kylie makes makeup anyway. And even if, like, the Kardashians, like, Kim isn't as popular, they have younger sisters now that are bringing mm. in popularity. Yeah. And their mom is, like, such a great manager. Like, she gets them out there. Okay. So now it's the Kylie and Kendall show. Yeah. Yeah. And on that super distressing (laughs) note with that, thank you all so much for uh, coming on and giving us a perspective of teen culture in the year 2020. It was fun. 
<laughs> Strong, awkward, and good job, everybody.